We don't have guests on the program very much. When we do, it's a special thing. And today we're going to go outside the programming format. I want to welcome to the program Mr. Frank Siller, who is the founder of the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. It's just doing an amazing body of work for those who were victimized, killed, surviving families after 9-11, first responders as well. It was, first of all, Frank, welcome, and it's it's great to have you on the program. So everybody who has been hearing about Tunnel to Towers for a while uh, can get to know you a little bit. You've done incredible things. Great to have you here. Thank you so much, Rush, and thank you and Catherine and all your listeners what you've been doing over the last uh, couple of months, and uh, you're making a big difference for our foundation because uh, we're changing many people's lives, and uh, I just can't even thank you enough. Tell us a little bit about your brother, Stephen. I know that he was the youngest of seven kids. He was a firefighter. What happened? Well, Stephen, on 9-11, uh, 2001, was on his way home to play golf with myself, my brother George, my brother Russ, and he heard on his radio scanner that the towers were hit. So he was just finished his night tour, but he drove back to his firehouse, he got his gear, went to the mouth of the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. For your listeners that don't know, that's a tunnel that connects Brooklyn with downtown Manhattan. And uh, that tunnel's almost two miles long. It was closed for security reasons. So, you know, what firefighters do, what first responders do, they run towards the uh, the uh, fire or those who to save people, and that's exactly what he did. He strapped 60 pounds of fire gear on his back, ran through the tunnel up West Street into the South Tower, while he was going up those stairs and saving people, 25,000 people were saved that day, Rush, greatest rescue mission ever. Uh, while he was doing that, he did give up his life. Frank, what is, the, what is the average salary or the salary range for a New York City firefighter? Um, I think they start, they start the first years, when they're probably the first five years, some, somewhere around $50,000. Uh, and they go up higher every year incrementally. But I will tell you this, that we deal with, you know, you know firsthand because you know that we've helped 18 other families since you've helped us selling those 300 sh- shirts, uh, you know, the Betsy Ross shirts. Um, a lot of these firefighters and police officers all over the country making forty, fifty thousand $50,000 a year. So you know they're not doing it to become rich. They yeah, that's my that's my point. I mean, they exactly. do things, it's kind of like the military in a sense. They do things that very few other people not, uh, volunteer to do. They put themselves in harm's way on purpose. Like you said, he was going in. He wasn't trying to get out, and all of his compadres were were doing the same thing. And they, they face death every time they go out on a call, and they really are not paid that much. Now, they, they firefighters do have the opportunity for second, third jobs because it's, uh, you know, a lot of time on, a lot of time off. But still, it's a it's a it's a tremendous commitment. I I I've always thought, uh, after living in New York City, uh, and and you know, I, I remember a particular fire. My the end of a fire was going in to clear out debris, and the, and the building blew up, and a bunch of them lost their lives. It was a total shock and surprise. It was not terrorism anything. It was just one of the quirks of the of the fire, and that's when it hit me. Uh, just just how how. Serious they are. What a what a great job, risky, dangerous job they do. That other people just take for granted that they're going to be there when there's a fire. And I, you know, you, you, seven kids. What what were you doing? What what is your line of work? Well, I was in the retail business, and I also uh, built some homes. I was a spot builder, and that is why when we started the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, and we started to build these smart homes for our country's catastrophically injured service members. I wasn't afraid to take that on because I had some background in in building. 
And to be quite frank with you, Rush, today at 9.59, when this, 18 years ago when the South Tower fell, um, today uh, when I lost my brother, today what we did was we gave two houses away to catastrophically injured service members, one in uh, Pennsylvania and one in Maryland, uh, to make sure that we take a moment that was so horrific and we did something that's so good uh, to make sure that we let people know that always goodness tri triumphs over evil. And that's what we're all about, the Tonsla Towers Foundation, turning something so bad. People's lives change in an instant. You know, Gold Star family, 7,000 men and women have died since 9-11. 7,000! And, um, you know, we got to take care of these families. You know, we got to make a contract. Americans got to say, hey, if, you, if you're going to go protect me overseas or wherever, and you die in the line of duty, we're going to take care of your family. And, and that's exactly what we're trying to do with Tunnels of Towers Foundation, make sure we have that contract with our men and women in uniform and our first responders. And you know what? We're doing, we're doing it, but we have to do a hell of a lot more. We're speaking with uh, Frank Siller of the Tunnel of Towers Foundation, who uh, lost his youngest brother uh, in 9-11. How old was Stephen uh, when, when, on that day? Stephen was 34 years old. He was a father of five. Father of five. Father of five. And listen, Rush, when he was 10 years old, our parents passed away. And, and he was raised by his older siblings. He's one of seven, like you said when you first came on. But he was much younger than all of us. He's like a son to me and to my siblings. And we raised him. And the loss was just so great that we knew we had to do something to honor him. And we have a run every year in New York City, always the last Sunday in September. We have 30,000 people that retrace his final heroic footsteps. We have the pictures of all the firefighters who died on 9-11 and police officers. We have the pictures of the 7,000 men and women who died protecting our country ever since. It is the most patriotic event that anyone could ever be at. Firefighters, police officers run from all over the country and many from, and from 30 uh, all, uh, all over the world. Uh, come. So it is a tribute uh, uh, to honor those who died on 9-11, but to honor those who have died afterwards. So now, I, I, I want to talk with you further about that in uh, uh, just a minute, but I, I want to stick with 9-11 for a minute because this is the day. I've, I know a few people. Uh, I, I know one man who uh, has lost two of his three sons, and the second one was lost. It blew up his marriage. It, 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 it just wrecked his life to this day. He's frustrated that he, aside from the uh, the getting of uh, Bin Laden, he, he just, he doesn't feel like there's been sufficient reciprocity for this, doesn't understand it. Um, it it's, it's something you never get over. And like like you, uh, he, he's doing everything he can to keep the memory of his son alive. People that lost people that day are, are, are doing the same thing because it's so... It's uh, it's it's so senseless. And I've also heard people. I want to get your reaction to this, Frank. I've heard people say, not this year, but in previous years on the anniversary date, that they think we need to get over it. That you know we don't need to be reading names every year. That the the, the terrorists are winning if we're going to stop the whole day on nine eleven to remember that we've, we've that that's what they succeeded in doing. They stopped an election on that day. They shut down New York City for a while. The air travel system. We can't let them keep doing this. What do, you, what do you react? How do you react when people say that? I say they're so wrong. It's important that we never forget. First of all, we don't want it to happen again. So, you know, if, if you let your guards down, it will happen again. There's no question about it. But we have to honor those who died in the biggest terrorist attack that ever happened on, on American soil. We can never forget uh, the sacrifice that was made that day. There's so many acts of heroism, not just by my brother Stephen, but by so many that, that were willing to give their lives. 
for their community, for their country. Uh, we can never forget that, and we have to teach our children what happened. It's a fact. It is what happened on 9-11. It changed the world, and um, sad to say, it'll be a long time before it's, uh, it's, it won't be affected by what happened on, on, on 9-11. Uh, it's a reality. It is a reality that we cannot run away from. Now, folks, I'm sure you can hear uh, during the conversation to this point, Frank Siller's not political. This is not a political event to him. This is a terror attack. It must be dealt with accordingly. How do you react, Frank? I still have to ask you a political question. How do you react when you see the New York Times report the following? 18 years have passed since airplanes took aim and brought down the World Trade Center. It's just so total BS. It has nothing political if somebody writes something like that to me, for me to react to it, that is. Uh, you know, terrorists, you know what I mean? Terrorists flew those planes into the, into the towers that went down in Shanksville and, went at, and at the Pentagon. Terrorists did it. Call it what it is. People are afraid to say the truth, and you only have to speak the truth, and this is exactly what happened. Terrorists changed the world on September 11th, 2001. It was happening beforehand. We didn't have our eyes open. We weren't ready. My brother worked at Squad 1 in Brooklyn. He used to tell me all the time that he was training for a terrorist attack. They knew it was coming in some way or some shape or some form. We don't want it to happen again. So you can't say somebody flew a plane into a tower. It was terrorists that flew a plane into the tower. And we're praying that it never happens again. And how you do that is by remembering, by honoring those who made the ultimate sacrifice, and making sure that we never forget. Frank Siller of Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Now, let's talk about that. When did you get the idea for Tunnel to Towers, and when did it officially open and get up and running? Well, it was officially open and running in December of 2001. We knew right away that we had to do something to honor what my brother did that day. And a friend of his said to me, hey, Frank, how about if we do a run? And I said, ah, you know, it sounds good or whatever. He goes, no, I mean a run through the tunnel, what he did. And I, almost, I literally uh, was overcome with emotion because I knew it was the absolute perfect thing uh, to do, to honor what Stephen did and for all those that died that day. And so we, we did it, but we didn't know exactly what we were going to do, you know, raising money and doing things. But to be quite frank with you, God has put us on a path that we have no choice, that we have to do what we're doing, uh, taking care of our, uh, our Gold Star families, our fallen first responders, and catastrophically injured service members. And we didn't think we were going to do any of that when we started. We just wanted to make sure we didn't forget, and we wanted to honor the sacrifice and celebrate their lives. But, my God, we were put on this path, and we're going to stay on that path. And with the help of people like you that bring it to light, to bring the work that we're doing to, in this, you put such a light on us to be able to help all these families. I mean, we help helping 18 more families already because of what you have done. I can't uh, – I just overcome with emotion. I just it, just it just makes the world a difference to my family to make sure that we can go out there, because we are committed to this, to, that I take my final breath, to make sure that we help every American that's willing to do what my brother did 18 years ago. I saw a video that you've produced about a house uh, that you have built for a wounded warrior with all kinds of uh, really innovative technology that makes uh, this, with his specific injuries, able to open a refrigerator door, able to cook for himself, able to get in the front door, able to lock it. It really is advanced stuff. So you, you the Tunnel to Towers helps first responders. It helps the families of military people who have uh, been injured or killed. 
where are the boundaries? I mean, you can't help everybody. So your focus is it, is it first responders and military? Is that the yes? Okay, that is it in a nutshell. Those who are willing to die for you and me, Rush, in a second. In a moment's notice, they're willing to die for you and me. And those people that put their lives on the line, and like we talked about early, earlier, they don't make much money, so they're not doing it for for money. Well, they really don't. That's no. the thing. They, especially in uh, in New York City, fifty thousand, even seventy five thousand. Well, they make more than with that. a family of four. That's a tough thing to do. They make more than that as time goes on. But my point here is that they don't they don't do it for money. And when they're gone, we have to take care of their families. Because the mortgage is the biggest burden that any family has. And if we can alleviate that burden for these families that have paid the ultimate sacrifice, because we know when somebody serves, it's just not the person serving. The whole family serves. And if we can alleviate that mortgage, I think we've done uh, a good deed, and we can help that family through their darkest times and help lift them and let them know that people care. And this Betsy Ross T-shirt, $27 item, has helped you retire the, what, 18 mortgages and counting so far, right? 18 mortgages and counting, because, you know, I know you're doing the blue shirt, which I already have one of, and it's uh, absolutely, I love it, uh, and everyone that's seen it uh, loves it. And, you know, we were on Fox the other day. I know that you mentioned that. Um, you know, now you look good in it, Frank. I saw you open the jacket, and there it, you were yeah, you were styling that. That would look good. It's out a little bit. I got to lose a few more pounds here, and that show, it showed that. But uh, no, I, I I really like the shirt. But what I really like the most about it is that that day that, that room was filled with first responders, and the response to you and what you're doing was uh, was overwhelming. And your audience is obviously. Uh, recognizing uh, how the importance of first stand up and realize that the Betsy Ross flag is not not something that you should protest. It's something that stands for our freedom from the revolutionary war to, to today and um, and to do good work with it by buying it. Now, look what's happening. We'll be able to help all these families. I mean, come on, you stand up, you make a statement at the same time. That statement is helping these great families that paid the ultimate sacrifice. What could be better than that? Uh, people want to push back because you're right. It isn't political. Betsy Ross wasn't political. The flag no. is not political. It's a symbol no. of unity for crying out loud. And 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 people, you know, are are fed up with this. And I have to tell you, Catherine is uh, Catherine is 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 the one who chose Tunnel to Tower. She she uh, found it as she was so moved by what you're doing. And we decided to uh, just just do it. We didn't even call to tell you, Frank. We just did it. I was I was literally knocked off my feet when I heard you talking about us because I listen all the time, and uh, I had a strong suspicion Catherine uh, was the uh, the one that uh, pushed oh, yeah. forward. And I can't thank Catherine if you're listening. Thank you. God bless you. But Rush, I'm going to tell you right now, you get the greatest audience in America, and uh, they are responding in a way that we need them to. Uh, they're the ones that have made this happen. I, they really have. It's still and Frank, I, I, I'm reluctant to give you numbers. This blue shirt, we're, we're already half through the inventory we bought up just last week. <laughs> That's good news. Uh, That's good. It's great news. And look, I appreciate your time here. I know this is a very touching and meaningful day for you. I appreciate you making time for us here. It's it's uh, it's great to talk to you, and and we don't have any end in sight for this. As long as there's a demand and a desire, uh, we're going to make these shirts available at RushLimbaugh.com. Click on the store tab. That's it. Thank you. God bless. Frank Siller of the Tunnel of Towers Foundation. We'll be back and continue. No, no, three million dollars in counting. It's, this is not a uh, folks. This is this is not a. Uh, 
We're not pursuing profit here. Proceeds here go to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, and it's a $27 item. Now we've added royal blue to the white T-shirt. Same unique, great fabric. And uh, $3 million to Tunnel to Towers so far and counting. 